Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. My name is Matt. I'm here with Fro and Matt. What's up? Mm -hmm. What's up, guys? Hey, boyos. Hey, how's it hanging, boys? (laughs) Low Uh, and to the left. Hey. (laughs) Clammy and gray and... (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, you like me. A couple of clam dinks in the house. (laughs) We should, uh, one week, we should try to start the episode in such a polarizing way that people immediately turn it off. Everyone just says, okay, no thank you. Yeah, they go, I'll try this show out. And it's like, hey, welcome to the top five of fucking cum. And they're like, (laughs) okay. No, apparently that went over really well last week. That's true. That is true. It went over really well. (laughs) I Which think I, the fun, fun butts like come more than they let on. Oh, I should have fucking... Int- I'm, I fucked this whole episode up. Welcome to the Top 5 of Death. My name is Matt. I'm here with Matt and come. <laughs> How mad I, uh, are you that, that that happened? I mean, I'm not mad about it. I'm just not necessarily the most, uh, uh, you know, spunked about uh, being known as uh, come. All right. Nice. That That is uh, what people seem to want to have as a thing uh so yeah definitely yeah i wasn't expecting that uh, what's his name dingus i think it was dingus who drew the image of me as come oh did they i missed it oh yeah, yeah it was great Fuck. i i enjoyed it but also hated it at the exact same time <laughs> it's my image for this week's uh poll oh that's so funny <laughs> it was funny but also i don't know <laughs> Speaking of you won last week, believe it or not. I know. Well, I think I think probably a big factor was uh me being <laughs> coined as cum. Uh so Cum always you know. wins, my man. <laughs> yeah, for some. Uh not for everybody. But yeah, I guess I won. Um so I mean we're we're recording uh late, so should I just get into it? I mean, how was your week, man? How'd your week go? Oh, uh, well, actually, you know what? Before I even get into it, I uh, I do want to address one thing. Okay. Um, I just want to uh, have a, an RIP to Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. How do we even... Fuck. I mean, I can't believe we uh, we went to come before Chadwick Boseman. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it went that way. I wanted. I actually wanted to say something about Chadwick Boseman. It's, uh, it's a very shocking, uh, very surprise of a death that... Uh, I don't think anybody was expecting, and I think a lot of people, uh, especially w- probably within our, our network, are probably very bummed by it because it yeah. just nobody knew. Um, so it's just like it's a crazy thing. So four years he was battling with colon cancer, and so that means that he was battling this uh, fight with cancer during filming of Black Panther, during Civil War, during uh, the two last Avengers movies like 12 bridges huh during the filming of 12 bridges sure oh I don't know what that is I only watch superior movies but I'm sure it's one of his movies I (laughs) I, uh um 
But like, it, it's just crazy to think that he was going through this and nobody had a fucking clue. Not a soul. Besides his family, if anything. Because um, I remember months ago, there were reports of like videos of him like super skinny and people were worried about him. Like, oh man, we don't know if he's healthy or if he's doing it for a movie. And it's like, don't go that far because you don't look well. And nothing came out. It, the It's just kind of died. It didn't go anywhere. Uh, but obviously now it makes a lot of sense if that was the case that he was going through chemo treatments for it. Um, yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if you guys remember when Steve Jobs was sick with colon cancer and no. he did, he did some public appearances for Apple events and it was the same thing. It was like, Whoa, Holy shit. That dude looks skinny. Yeah. Uh, and it was <clears throat> yeah, like right but, before. But obviously with actors, it's like, you know, role, who knows? Like Christian Bale, uh, Matthew, um, McConaughey, like they've done those roles where they get skinny. It very well could have been that. So people are like, well, it's hard to say. We can't jump to speculation yet. Uh, but it just obviously turned out to be the case. And uh, like, you know, it's it's just kind of crazy. Forty three died of colon cancer, uh, and it's just like it's just wild. <laughs> uh, obviously, pretty bummed out by that. Uh, that you know, death. It's just it basically means he was diagnosed with it when he was my age. Yeah, so that's, that's like another that's thing that's shocking terrifying. is like obviously <clears throat> we're we're getting up there, uh, and it's just like a colon cancer can take you at any time. You don't have to be old. You don't have you know you don't have to do certain things. So it's like it's just kind of fucked and crazy to think that you know it could be anyone. I guess it sneaks up on you too, and you don't like you don't even know like you don't you can't really catch it uh, a lot of times. So everybody be careful. Get your buns checked out, and uh, you know. Just be careful. <laughs> yeah, that's real. I mean, very sad. Um, the loss of, you know, Chadwick Boseman, and that's that sucks. I, like Fro said, it was like truly shocking. To, yeah, like, when I them. I was watching Bill and Ted when you texted me, and I I just like didn't have a word. I was like, I don't I don't even know how to respond to this message that Matt just sent me. Yeah, when I first read it, of course I was like, this isn't real, fake news. Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I mean, I give out a, a Yabambwe to, uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman. It's just like, you know, RIP, uh, obviously, TNP out to his family. Uh, you know, everybody, uh, I guess, get checked out and uh, be careful and uh, fuck cancer. Yep. You know, you know, I, so here's like a, I don't want to get like too like, not political, but like, let's say, let's it, say it would be shocking if there's any sort of political aspect to it. But no, okay. not to that, not to that. It's more about like cancer in general. But it's like, let's say theoretically they find, like, they develop a vaccine or a cure for like COVID nineteen in this short amount of time. It really like shines the light on like what's going on with everything else. You know, it's like if 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 so many resources and things like you know can can be you know, laser focus and pointed at this one thing and then it successfully alleviates it. It really kind of shines a light on the, on like, like why haven't we been able to do that for everything else? Yes. Yeah. It's and I mean, obviously they're different, right? You know, none of us are scientists in that way, but it's like, you know, when you think like Steve jobs, one of the richest dudes ever. It's not like he was ever short on money to try and cure his colon cancer and it's still got him. It's, it's, it's gotta be that much more 
I don't know, <laughs> difficult. Uh, uh, cancer seems is. to be a head scratcher for people that it's yeah. just like, Right, but I think it doesn't matter. Like Steve Jobs throwing as much money, it was like, "Cure me now!" I'm but, not but, going. But for, to Matt's point, like if every scientist in the That's world right. just yeah. like dedicated a year to it, right. what would happen? That's what I'm saying. I, I think it's more along the lines of uh, not so much financial resources, but more of like brain. That's got to be a thing. Resources. Wait, what's got to be a thing? Like money, obviously. Yeah, but to what Matt just said, my whole thing is like if everyone is working on this one thing and then they cure it collectively or whatever then it's like all right then what's the next one and everyone pick just one a year pick one a year you know <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's get such the, a good get the top minds to work together on pretty something. good not even the top minds every yeah gotcha because you know what like what if it's not the top guy but suddenly you just you know brainstorm or just inspiration hits who knows right i mean how many i can speak for myself where it's like Working in like my job, where there's people that are so much, you know, they're it runs the gamut, right? Some people are really, really smart. Some people are like okay or whatever. And sometimes the the best, you know, IT people can't figure out something. And then this other person who's like, well, I just tried this, and because you know they're not like, oh, this shouldn't have worked, but it did, and they had, you know, they took the time to try it, and that was actually the cure. Like everyone had, like that's getting more people involved in a project. You know, you try more things and especially when nothing else is working and, you know, you see things and it's like, hey, this shouldn't work. And it's like, well, did you try it? And they're like, well, no, because it shouldn't work. And it's like, well, why don't we try it? And then it's like, oh, so maybe it didn't work, but it led to something that that got you to the point. But, you, you know, if you didn't even try it, because you, according to paper, it shouldn't work. And it's like, ah, let's just all try. Let's just all try everything. OK, just try it all. I'm sure somebody has uh, figured it out, but it's so unethical that uh, they can't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, really? we got to kill six babies for this one thing. <laughs> you have to lick the inside of the skin of a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, maybe. But, but yeah, it's uh, RIP, uh, a very shocking death. And uh, obviously, us in the very heavy in the comic book world, it was a big shock as well. So, Speaking of shocking deaths, are you going to kill us now? Yeah, I guess that's a good and bad segue. <laughs> yeah, this whole episode's not the best pick. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's also uh, that's also true. Um, just do me a favor, just fill the air for one moment. Uh, sure, I'll fill the air. Uh, I wonder is are you gonna is he gonna improv his death? Or do you think he prepared? Yeah, I I totally forgot to fucking write it. Oh, baby. I know. I went poo-poo when I decided to realize that I... I just... I totally fucking forgot. Did you get bubble mouth? Oh, oh come on. <laughs> bubble mouth. Um, do you want some help? No, 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 no. With I mean, I'm sure mouth? you're going to do it anyways, but... I, I mean, um, I won't. I can just give you some background music or something. No, Play it's fine. bubble mouth. I'm just looking at your... I'm just looking at your picks again real quick. Um, oh, okay. I mean, it's uh, all the fucking same. Anyway, oh, so, so actually, well, I'll, I'll fill some air while uh, while you're 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 picking it. So last week, uh, apologies to everyone who submitted a list and it didn't get read. So just to pull the curtain back on what's been going on for Make Fun, as far as us right now, is we've been recording top five after we've been recording like a bunch of episodes for season two of Encyclocomica. So last week's episode was already long. 
And by the time we got to the end of that episode, we had probably been recording for about six hours straight. So I just kind of made the executive decision to just kind of like, let's just wrap up because we were like completely burnt out. Um, Speak for yourself. I could go all day. (laughs) You could do this all day? You didn't stop me. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So apologies if you submitted a list and if you didn't read it. Um, but this week we should be okay. We should be good. Did you post the episode? I did post the episode. All righty then. Also, somebody said our episode last week was weak sauce. Who said that? Um, Who said that? It was cum sauce. No, it's weak sauce. It was... Uh, who said that? Who said that thing? I'm going to fight him. You're going to fight him? All right, I'll fight him. Who is it? I'll, I'll find them. I, I'm I, honestly, them. I really don't give a shit. No, you're going to fight him. <laughs> I'm going to set it up. Uh, it was Steven North. No, huh? no, no, no. It was oh Andrew Bowen. Andrew Bowen. You're kidding? No, I'm not. It says this episode was weak sauce. To be honest, enjoyed the fandom discussion and Better Mac getting all righteous about DC movies more. <laughs> that, yeah, that I might mean, have no, been a highlight. I don't really. I really don't give a shit. Uh, oh. Everybody's allowed to their opinion. Uh, if you know, if you don't like cum talk, you know, hey. <laughs> Fucking just fast forward anytime I speak. Uh, you, know, you know what they say about opinions, bro. Everybody's got one. Just like come, which isn't true. Uh, so I will just go with my list. Andrew Bowen, you are entitled to your opinion. Uh, it makes sense for you to not like that episode, especially with Disney princesses, and we just fucking blew through it, and it was destined to be weak sauce uh, from the beginning. Uh, how much can you do when there's only 12 of them I was going to say some episodes just don't lend themselves some episodes are just like top 5 Disney princesses Uh, yeah let's do it and um, everything else is only like 15 of them it'll be 20 minutes long there's 12 (laughs) I did watch Princess and the Frog last night by the way oh yeah oh yeah how was it yeah um you know what I didn't love it oh it wasn't bad uh, but I, I didn't love it it is uh, fine. I can't believe you're coming out as a racist. <laughs> uh, sure. Shame on you. I liked the uh, Ray. Was his name the Firefly? The, uh, Firefly. Abure. He was very funny. But why did he have to have no teeth? Because he's, he's a, a redneck. Oh, he's yeah, a Cajun. Redneck Cajun. Whatever. What's the difference? I think but. a lot. <laughs> Primarily where they live. It's all, I don't yeah. know. I just view everybody from the south below Massachusetts as <laughs> a fucking redneck. Below Massachusetts. <laughs> so what are New we, York City rednecks. <laughs> so what are what are the people in Maine? Weird rednecks. <laughs> you know what? Anybody that's not from Massachusetts is a fucking redneck. <sighs> you know not what? I, bunch of bunch of plebs in every other state. Uh, I think Massachusetts is very is a, is is probably in the top like states of you know people that uh, don't like it so the fact that you're coming out saying everything else sucks i'm sure it's really grinding some people's gears right now I everywhere mean, else what all about you people all of from western mass and like the <laughs> the mountains of western mass what forget about, about western people? mass it's all about this little area that we live in the only <laughs> matter the only place that matters if you're from michigan uh you don't matter if you're from uh, if you're from kansas you don't matter if you're from, uh, I just like the name, 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 state. Said name he, a state. He wanted. I just like to point Oklahoma. out that Fro's views do not if represent those. If you're from Oklahoma, you don't matter. 
Remember how you said you wanted to see if we could start a show and immediately alienate? <laughs> yeah. All other 49 states, you don't fucking go. matter. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, so y'all can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, you're a bunch Fro, of you rednecks. Kill us or what? You're a bunch of rednecks. <laughs> rednecks. A bunch of rednecks. Fro, are you wearing a shirt? No, I haven't been wearing a shirt for hours now. You're calling you, calling other people. And what color is your hair? Purple. This guy, guy's got purple hair, not wearing a shirt, calling you a name. You listen to that, people? I, I'm not a redneck, though. You can definitely tell this is not a redneck, baby. Yeah, you're something. Yeah! Actually, you know what? You know what's funny? So you are, oh, man, you're not wearing a shirt, and you have purple hair. You you are so very much a person from Massachusetts, <laughs> according to, like, everyone else you just, like, ber- like berated. How so? Because you're just like a weird art freak. <laughs> they're definitely not a weird art freak. freak. Bro, you're such a weird you're art freak. You're a weird freak. art freak. Yeah, I'm definitely a weird... I'm, purple a, I'm hair. like a fucking modern-day Alejandro Jodorowsky. You'll be hanging out in Alston outside of Mass Art. And I would never hang out in front of Al- in Alston. Mass Art's not in Alston, were you guys? No, I know. I just, I just, it was too... It was like Alston slash, you know, comma, Mass Art. <laughs> All right. Uh. Anyways... So we wrapped up our episode last week, and Matt just railed me, railed me, railed me about being known as cum moving forward. So I was so bullshit about it. I was like, no, man, fuck you. I'm not cum. And then Kat decided to jump in on it, and better Matt was like, no, you're now known as cum. I was so infuriated with this notion that they were calling me cum. I just became cum. I turned into this big, goopy, white mass. and so. What's this? What was that? What? What happened? Uh, so I turned this big goopy white mass. Glasses still somehow attached to a weird hard spot on the cum, and I start. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the noise I'm making when I'm slithering around. Stop. Fro, keep going. I'm trying to slither around and I'm making slush <laughs> sloshy sound as I'm moving about and I, I climb up one of better Matt's legs and try to squeeze through his tight ass pants and I, I, I get in and I, I go right into his own dink hole and I mix in with his cum and then I And then so I dribble out of his dink that makes that noise. Uh, and Matt's so horrified that he now has mixed cum, his balls explode and he dies. And so, <laughs> you had to go with that. Did you really? I'm crying so much over here. Oh, my God. You had to go with that one. <laughs> so I slither out of Matt's blown up dink. Uh, and I, I go... Who's calling me cum? And then so Kat goes, wasn't me. And I go, all right, you're all right, my book. So she walks out of the room, but I say, just kidding. And I slosh a little cum, cum flick at uh, Matt's uh, TV that's hanging from the wall. It collapses and hits Kat on the top of the head. And I say, huh, how about that one? Sure. Is this because you don't want to come on another woman? Yes, want uh, I, I want to. I want to be at least slightly proper on that uh, matter. And <sighs> so, 
Matt goes, oh, my fucking TV. And I go, oh, your TV, right? <laughs> and, so, and so I start to wiggle real fast towards Matt. I can't work with this one. I can't work with this. I can't work with this. Andrew Bowen has bowed out. Oh, he's gone. He's so far gone. We lost him like an hour ago. So I slither towards Matt real fast. Oh, my God. As come still, and I now go inside Matt's mouth, and then I come out of his mouth, and then I go back in his mouth. I come out of his mouth again, and then I decide to go right back in. And because I <clears throat> am a pretty decent pile of cum, I just kind of start to go down Matt's throat, but I stop and I clog his airways, and Matt chokes on me as come, and everybody on the top five crew besides me dies by cum. Oh, okay. And that's... Sorry, bro. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know what? I want you next time. But Matt, when he dies next time, I want him to play off of the longest diarrhea clip uh, ever. That was so funny. <laughs> that that was killing me so much. God. I'm glad, I'm glad we're in our mid-30s. <sighs> I I haven't cr- laughed that hard in such a long time. I think I am, I think I might vomit still. <laughs> God, we are so lowbrow. It's stupid sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but man, I don't care. It's so funny. It's so funny. Imagine like I can't even fathom what it's like to just tune in for the first time. No, I don't even know. I don't know who is anyone listening now that hasn't been listening for like four years at this point? I feel like we've just, we have our family and that's it. <laughs> well, that family should all rate and review the show on iTunes right now. Hit pause, rate and review the show so that we Yeah, get with this more. fresh in your mind of what just happened, <laughs> now review it. If you didn't laugh during that, I don't know what I, I don't know what more I could do. I don't know what more I could do. That was so, oh my God, my freaking stomach hurts so bad. Is it weird? Is it Gross. weird a little bit that like I'm so willing to call out any single person who listens to our show live on air for anybody? I don't know. I think I think is that it bad? Just, no, I think should it, I not do that? No, it makes the show interesting. It makes it, like it, it, fuck it, you, Hostway. You know, I don't even know if you actually exist or you're. Yeah, that's the latest. Uh, or if he listens, that's the latest um, conspiracy that yeah, Hostway doesn't exist host, and it's a host weird host alternate way. reality persona yeah. of uh, Daniel Sepultura. Oh, I think I think it shows that we pay a lot of attention to our community and that we, you know, we we uh, incorporate them in the show and they're they're as a part of it as anyone else. It's I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I don't think any other podcast really uh, acknowledges uh, anybody yeah, calls out people by name. Yeah, Andrew Bowen saying that we're weak sauce, motherfucker. <laughs> Just kidding. I have no I have no issue with that. The only person I won't take shit from though, Hostway Sepultura. Why? Because he's a He's a little bitch, and he's beating my boy Daniel Salvatore in some sort of fighting game, or whatever it was. Who knows? Madden. 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 Ugh. Uh, yeah. Ugh, what year is little, this? Little piece of shit. Um, I'll never badmouth Arez, though. I can't. Uh, you gotta get Arez has an episode idea, and I'm waiting for him. I think he has his setup now. We got to do it. He's doing an episode. He's got an episode idea that he wants to do, and um, I can't do it. I'm busy. What do you mean? He Busy. needs you on it. It's I'm not going to be there. It's very much driven towards you. Oh, is it really? I don't know if I want to be there. <laughs> well, it's. I'll I'll, I'll leave it. No, there. you could. I, I'll find out then. I'll do it. 
Perez, okay. don't stab me in the back. That's all I got to say. All right, what are we talking about this week? Uh, we're talking about movie deaths, but I'm on my own YouTube, and especially I like, searched um, like that sound effect thing. Something else came up. Uh, it's songs that sound better with farts, and apparently I've already listened to it, but I don't remember it. <laughs> but that's that's what it's called. It's from October 5th. God, our show sucks. Well, you only need the light when it's burning low. <laughs> only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Only know you love her when you let her go. This is definitely a you fucking video. You've yeah. definitely watched that at least <laughs> twice prior to this. I don't remember it, but I, I definitely love it. It has um, 880,000 views. Wow, wow, that's crazy. I mean, well, it's a funny concept. Anyway, uh, we're talking about... Funny con- what, you top say- five movie deaths. Yeah, did you just say funny cunt? No. I thought that's what you just said. <laughs> that's definitely not what I said. I So I may be fucking, fucking brutal with the things that I say. I very rarely use that word. <laughs> I mean, you got to save that word for... I mean, when you're impersonating an Englishman, pretty much almost yeah. exclusively, right? That's that's probably yeah, the the basically. times that it would say it. Um, yeah. but yeah, this what? Again, we've been recording all day. We have been recording all day. So that's true. That's true. Some that's of our true. brains are fried, but Very uh, much. We're, uh, this episode, I'm doing it. I'm going to say it. Okay, smoke weed every day. Yeah, that's right. Back in the swing of things. This episode was actually uh, suggested a while back by uh, Kevin Weaver. So Kev Weave, one of the moderators. Yeah, and I fucked up a while back on an episode that uh, Mrs. Angela Willingham uh, suggested, and I dropped that she uh, mentioned it uh, right at the end of the episode, so I wanted to do better than that. She mentioned it, too? I'm a, I'm a big Willingham fan. Yeah, we know. Shut up. Yeah, you would. You would be, all of you, hanging out together. Anti Van Halen people. Anti Van Halen people. Bad political take people. I love them. Uh, You're the bad political take person. That's true. Matt Matt did draw a picture of me, and I'm, the only thing I'm saying is bad political take. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so Kevin Weaver suggested uh, movie deaths. So let's get into it. Who wants to start? Uh, not it. I'll Better, start. Matt, you start. Okay. Everyone you guys- agrees. You know the the so this is from the movie The Descent. Hold on. Oh, dude, that movie fucking rules. Before oh, we get into it, I have a question about how you made your lists. Are these like graphic deaths as far as like the aesthetic of them or are they like impactful meaningful deaths or did you combine them all? All over the place I, for me. Yeah, okay, I combined same. it. Um the thing about this death uh also very f- real quick, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just want to also point this out. Uh there's going to be spoiler alerts. Uh, oh yeah, big so spoiler, big, uh, uh, not alerts, but there's gonna be spoilers. So if this is an episode that you're gonna be a little like, oh shit, I really want to see that movie, just fair warning that we will be exposing certain deaths that may have an impact. So if you haven't seen them, uh, maybe skip. I don't know how long we talk about this shit, but skip a little bit, and or just skip the whole episode until you watch every single movie uh, <laughs> out there. So continue. Yes. So. Uh, the death on my list here is the very first death, the car scene in that movie, because it's so unexpected. There's just family driving down the street in the car. The movie's just started. Uh, I think the opening credits are still rolling, and those poles go through the windshield and just like you don't see it go through someone's head. You see it through the back of the headrest with blood. 
Um, and it's so fast and just shocking. And it's like, oh, this is the movie that I'm watching right now. It sets it up so perfectly and is so shocking and unexpected that it, it stuck with me. That movie is so damn good. Way better than it had any right to be for just like a generic monster movie. It's like, holy shit, this movie's fucking incredible. I still have really seen is. it. Matt, you gotta see oh, this movie. Oh my god. I know everyone it's, says that. I know, I know, I know. Oh so shh. I'm just watching it right I'm watching the scene right now. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Ba-boo. Oh Matt, um, so I just ruined that first scene for you, but holy shit. That's okay. It's so good, Matt. And especially and, you, you know one of the things about this is also <clears throat> is this death, like I, I understand that, like yes, it has to do with the movie, but it has, like this specific death has like no uh, correlation to anything else in the movie. It's almost like a James Bond intro scene, where like James Bond movies always start with like a random action scene that isn't necessarily related to the plot, but then at the end you're like, oh yeah, I guess it kind of tied in. It's the same thing. It's just like it's it sets the tone for the movie, and it's like this is the movie you're about to watch, like. It's unexpected. Shit's gonna happen. Uh, it's so fucking good. Whew. So yeah, yeah. Number five, car scene in the descent. I for- honestly, I forgot all about that scene uh, until you mentioned it. Like, I don't even think about that scene. Right, because there's so much. I mean, the whole movie is so good, and and you do forget about it because it's like it's not related, and there's so much amazing stuff that happens. But because of the way it sets the tone, that's why I picked it. Good pick. Uh, who wants to go next? Me? Yeah, yeah. You can answer your own question. Uh, sure, I'll go next. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so my number five uh, actually comes from the 1998 movie SLC Punk, uh, and this <laughs> what? Nothing. I've never seen this movie. I've seen it, but I can't believe this is on your list. This is like one of my fucking favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this uh, this is actually the death of heroin Bob uh, because it was a uh, very emotionally impactful scene in the movie. Um, <clears throat> heroin Bob uh, is very uh, anti-pills, super anti-pills. And at a certain point, and that's always alluded throughout the movie, he hates pills. Uh, and at a certain point, they end up at this party, uh, Steve-O and Heron Bob and a few other the people in the crew. Uh, they're all at this party, and uh, Heron Bob is just sitting on a couch, and he's complaining that he's got this fucking headache. He's got this crazy headache. Um, and some some girl at the party is like, oh, you know, I, I can give you something. And she gives him some pills. And he's like, I don't take pills. I don't, I don't take pills. And she's like, it's okay. They're just vitamins. <clears throat> and so he takes a couple pills and he downs it with some booze. Uh, cause he loves, he loves that hard liquor. And, uh, ultimately at the end of the day, he, he goes to sleep, uh, back at the house or like the fucking loft or whatever. And he goes to sleep on his mattress. And the next morning, uh, Steve-O wakes up. This is, a. Uh, uh, Matthew Lillard's character goes to get him up, wake him up, and there's no reaction. And you look at him, and he's fucking bluish, mouth completely, you know, veiny, and everything. And Steve-O, you know, hey, wake up, wake up, and he 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 realizes that his best friend just had a drug overdose, uh, in the place, and he's like, he's screaming at him, and he's just like, wake up, you fucking poser, wake up, uh, just like. Because he doesn't, he doesn't do that shit. Why are you dead? And he's just yelling at me, yelling. And he's like, the like thing is like, what am I gonna do for a best friend? Has always stuck with me. And when I first saw that scene, it fucking like 
it resonated with me big time because I was like, man, I can't even fathom what it's going to be like if I ever lose someone so close to me uh, that's like my friend. Uh, and especially they're on the younger side, you know, uh, you know, little past 20 in their, their mid to early 20s. <clears throat> and to have someone die like that is like a very scary thing. And so ha- seeing Matthew Lillard, Steve-O screaming at him, what am I going to do for a best friend? Crying, like all this spit coming out of his mouth. It is always uh, such a well done scene and it always visually has stuck with me. Uh, so this is one of my favorite deaths because I wasn't expecting it and it was shocking to me. Yeah, you never seen that movie, Matt? No. I'm surprised that you, the cinephile of the group, have I never know. seen this film. That's, you can't see every movie, right? <clears throat> I mean, you could. This is actually a comic book of this uh, of SLC Punk 2, apparently. Bro? Which is weird. I did not know that. I Better, Matt? I also did not know that. Um, <laughs> I knew it. Oh, yeah? No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, SLC Punk, it's... It, I saw it like ages ago at like fucking one o'clock in the morning on HBO. And I was like, oh, what is this movie? And then eventually I found, uh, I got it on DVD and I was like, oh, cool. Watched it, fell in love with it. And I love it. And this scene has always been just something that's always stuck with me. I, I, um, I really like the, the ending fallout of the movie with Matthew, Matthew Lillard's character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like, I just, it's Wait, where he's, he's realizing it's it's what you live through. It's like yes, that's why like, I love it so much. Fuck it, I got to grow up. Like yep. I'm done with this shit. Yep. <clears throat> they made a like, sequel. Is the sequel any good? No, it's trash. It's real bad. Oh. It sucks. Real. Uh, bad. Yeah, it, it's pretty shit. Yeah, uh, the Machine Gun Kelly's in it. It's not good. The uh, the fallout with Matt. So the whole movie is about these two people. They're 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 punks. They're like street punks, Mohawks. The whole damn the man, fight the power. You know, classic. You know. You know, American street punks. Anarchy in the UK. Anarchy, yeah. American street punks, anarchy in the UK is pretty, pretty accurate. Great work, um, bro. And then, like, for, like Fro well, mentions... that's what's said in it. Fro mentions that uh, his friend dies, and Matthew Lillard's character, like, just, says, just grows up. And he, well, like, so, at, so at the party where he overdoses, where he takes the pills, he's talking to the girl, and she's, like, looking at him. He's like, why do you dress like that? And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, it's because, you know, I'm... I'm uh I'm anti all that stuff. You're all the same. You're all conformists. You all wear the same thing. It's like, what about you? You're wearing a uniform. You're wearing a costume. It's you're just the same. All of you look the same. There's no difference between you and us. And he's just like, huh, okay. And uh, he thinks oh, yeah. about it, and then eventually he's like, yeah, maybe maybe she's right. Like, it is the same thing. I am also a conformist. And then he eventually drops the whole thing. His friend dies. They end up at the funeral. He's completely head shaved. He doesn't have the fucking colored hair anymore. So he goes uh, to law school, right? Yep. And so that's the thing. He's from a well-off family. Right. And his dad's always been pushing. Like, you got to go to law school. You're smart. You should be a lawyer. And his whole thing is obviously like, fuck that. That's that's the man right there. Ugh. And uh, he eventually realizes, like, you know what? I've been doing the wrong thing. I'm done. He now he marries this fucking girl who is like, she's like a, a typical, just plain girl. Nothing nothing special about her she's not a punk she's not into that scene uh he marries her he goes to law school becomes a lawyer end of the movie he's no longer into punk aka matt's dream world of punks fucking going away <laughs> growing up <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's spoiler it's, alert thanks buddy it's like uh it's like how jelly jelly <laughs> jello by afro you like that one matt yeah jelly <laughs> 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 jelly Jelly. 
No, uh, what I was going to say was one of my favorite punk bands and, you know, overall smart person just to hear thoughts from is Jello Biafra. And in the song from the Dead Kennedys, Chicken Shit Conformist, he's got the line, harder core than now, harder core than thou for a year or two, then it's time to get a real job. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. It's because if you don't, what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to be going to punk shows, having a mohawk when you're 45 years old. Uh, the crazy thing is, Jello Biafra still is like the most punk dude. <laughs> like <laughs> he is, he's like, like an old man, but he's punk as fuck still. Yeah, but he's like a he's he's pivoted into like a like you know speaking engagements and being yeah like, yeah yeah, but si- similar to like a um, Henry Rollins type, right? Yeah, yeah. He it's, was he's one of the lucky ones that's able to uh, monetize that. Right, Monetized as opposed to a lot of people who a lot of people who, who get so they're like, man, I'm I'm so punk or I'm so hardcore, I'm so straight edge, and it's like, yeah, you think that now, and I definitely, you know, there was a time in my life when I was like, yeah, I, I fell right into it as as well, and then you just one day, you just like, yeah, you know what, I'd like to maybe be, f- you know, have some money or like be financially stable, and you just shift right, and then those things that were so important to you. Are just don't seem to matter all that much. It's really, really, really interesting. Yeah, for me, it was when I was get, I got kicked out of my band slash quit, uh, where they gave me shit for not being able to play some shows. I was like, dude, I'm the only one that's living on my own. Like, you all still live at home. Like, it's cool and everything, but I'm a supervisor. I have a job. I have to pay for that shit. I don't have anywhere else to go. So I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't do this. And then watching other people who are old still doing that fucking shit, oh, it just it drives like, me dude. fucking crazy. Like, oh. I'm talking old though. Like if you're 35, still playing shows, <clears throat> but I know what you're doing el- elsewhere. Cool. But when there's like the dudes that are like fucking pushing 50, and they still got like their roommates, and they're still like shift, you know, digging through crates. It's like, come on, dude, come stop it. <laughs> stop. But it's, it's it's too late for them. Right. It's never too late. No, it's too late for them. If you're 50 something years old and you're still like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking, st- I'm gonna make it. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> gonna make it. <laughs> gonna make uh, it. I mean, like, obviously, I play in a band, but I don't. AKA well, Better Matt, you gotta stop playing Glacier. Yeah, it's we don't. We don't play in Glacier because we think we're gonna make it. We right. play gonna in Glacier because it. it's like a shitload of fun, you know. Right. But that's you and your yeah. collective of adult people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone is like they're to Fro's point. I mean, me and Fro know somebody who's our age who's very much like. Dude, the, the set from this band in this basement show was fucking sick. It's like, <laughs> why aren't you at work? <laughs> or like, why? Like, what's going on in your life? Why? Why? Why is? I don't know. It's oh, it's such a pet peeve of mine. I don't care how square or like just like in like expected of uh, mindset to have, but that just fucking drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. And it shouldn't. It doesn't affect me almost at all, but it just burns my ass. Well, you're a guy gardener. You just love capitalism, and you don't think <laughs> that anybody I else should be capitalism. living that life? I do. I do love capitalism. What's your Money over five, everything Matt? for you. Money over everything for me. Uh, oh, shit, I dropped the bottle. Uh, my number five is going to be a spoiler for a movie. They all are. Um, yeah, but this might be one that people have heard of but haven't seen, and they would Unless like to. Unless it's JFK. It's not JFK. <laughs> Unless it's King Kong. Not King Kong. It's from the movie Seven. <clears throat> what a good movie. Oh, God. It's a great movie. 
This movie is. Did you, did you think of this because I said we were going to do top five David Fincher movies? Uh, no. I. <laughs> so, Matt, I don't know if you've learned anything about me yet, but comic books, I never know who wrote them. I never knew who drew them. Movies, I don't know who makes them. I barely know who's in them. <laughs> you so, always know who's in them. But ah, it's it's such like a. You love these things. I know, I know. You could find more things that you love if you just had like a, a cursory knowledge of who made it. You're probably right, but I'm so like... No. To me, to me the, uh, the most important thing and the only thing that exists is the actual media or show itself. I don't know why. To me, that's like... It's so important um, that I almost... But like with bands, just, you're not that way. Like you know who's in the band and you know like, okay, I love this, you know... You know, I, you love Les Claypool or whatever, and so you know the shit that he's done, and you. Yeah, you I can, don't know. I mean, I'm not denying everything you're saying is true with music. For some reason, it's just different for me. Yeah. It's, it's. I think it's different with music. I don't know. But anyway, so I'm assuming what David Fincher made this movie. Yes, David Fincher made this. Movie. Uh, I like it. I like David Fincher. <laughs> do you though? I don't know. I don't know anything yes, else he's done. You, you do. He's fucking awesome. All right. So my number five death is uh tracy mills at the what's in the box what's in the box <laughs> so spoiler if you haven't seen seven skip ahead i don't know three minutes we'll say you've just done it <laughs> you've already spoiled it oh, yeah. go back don't, don't do it and then no, no, no. tell them to score go, go back and skip ahead <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it still works just hit back a couple times and then skip ahead set like twice as many times as you skip back yeah that should work out <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> I'll play that whole fucking diarrhea clip again right now. What? I yeah, I up. dare you to. No, I, I dare you up. to. I'll, I can't. I, I might actually get sick from laughing. Um, but what's in the box? Tracy Mills plays the wife of Brad Pitt's character. And the whole movie follows a serial killer who's played by, what's his face? He's like Kevin exiled Spacey. now. Kevin Spacey. Um, Lee. And he's got a what a great character. Morgan Freeman's in it. So the the three people that play in this like this movie, uh, well actually four, but the three characters that dance around each other are Morgan Freeman and Bat- Brad Pitt. Morgan Freeman is like this veteran like, homicide detective. Brad Pitt's like a new up and coming hotshot. Uh, Morgan Freeman's like a bit jaded and very smart about you know keeping a distance from the cases and things like that. Brad Pitt's like an all or nothing type of young, young buck. And so there's a dynamic there, but then there's Kevin Spacey's character who plays a serial killer that they're, tr- they're trying to catch. And it's awesome. And then Gwyneth Paltrow plays Tracy Mills, who is Brad Pitt's wife. And, oh man, it's, it's good. That whole movie is so good. Um, so I like the concept. I just how like the shocked were you when you found out that was what was in the box. The whole thing like about it though is is so Gwyneth Paltrow's character is pregnant. Uh Brad Pitt, who's married to her, doesn't know it yet, and she, because he's becoming so obsessed with this case that Gwyneth Paltrow's character, Tracy Mills, doesn't know when to tell uh you know Brad Pitt, so she talks to Morgan Freeman, who's his partner, because she has. They just moved to the city, and she really doesn't have any other friends. So she tells Morgan Freeman. So Morgan Freeman's character knows his wife is pregnant, and then the what's in the box scene happens, and it's fucking brutal. Uh, Kevin Spacey's character like cuts her head off, puts it in a box, and like they go out to the desert, 
and like he, you know, Brad Pitt sees that it's his wife's head, doesn't know that she's pregnant. Does, does Kevin Spacey's character know and tell him? Yeah. Oh my god. That's right. He <laughs> says he says something to the effect of like, you know, about it of you know, and he like Brad Pitt. You can see him put the pieces together in his head. It's fucking. It's insane. It's insane. So good in the worst way. <laughs> um. Well, and then so obviously one of the big things is that this the spoil uh, further spoiler is that he caused the pride uh seven deadly, seventh deadly sin, right? Is it pride? Am I incorrect on that? I'm pretty You're sure that's supposed to be so the his sin. No, it's not. It's not. Or is it wrath? It, no. So Brad Pitt becomes wrath when he kills him and it's um, Kevin Spacey's pride, right? No, he's not pride. It's um I'm forgetting what the seven he he like covets. What's what sin is lust? That? It's not lust cuz it's not a sex thing. It's like Cuz that was the first that was the like the girl that got fucked by envy. a bladed envy. dildo. He's envy. So oh. he envies what Brad Pitt's character has and then causing Brad Pitt to become wrath and take his revenge. Gotcha. God, it's so cool. Yep. They made a... I think they were... I think there's a script for a sequel that has to do with Morgan Freeman's character, but it never I happened. hope that doesn't come out. It never... It's not. If it didn't, then... It's, it, I mean, I won't say never, but... Um, I remember reading about the script idea. I forgot what it was. I hope not. I say leave this as is. It's just such a good movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I love the, also the premise of the Seven Deadly Sin uh, style deaths. Yeah, all the deaths in the movie are awesome, too. Yeah. Brutal. Incredibly well directed. Uh, better, Matt. Go right ahead. My turn? Yep. Oh, okay, so my number four is from Children of Men. It's also the car scene in Children of Men. Have you either of you guys seen Children of Men? No, no. I have not. I stayed away uh, from this movie. This movie is unbelievable. Yeah, I've heard so many good things. What's the guy's name? Alfonso uh, Cuaron? No, the actor. <laughs> Clive Owen? Yeah, I don't like Clive Owen, I think, so I, st- I stayed away from this movie. But Julianne Moore's in it. Julianne Moore's so good. And Chitwell Ejiofor. shit about Julianne Moore. Oh my God, how could you not? She's incredible. And Chitwell Ejiofor. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Probably He's not, but I understand what you're saying. Uh, no, I just I think Clive Owen's boring, so I'm like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, you know who's in this movie? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine is so good in this movie. So one of the... Uh, trademarks of Alfonso Cuaron is he does these long trick shots where it's like the where like the he puts camera, like the eight ball on top of a dime. He, yeah, exactly. The the where the camera Stupid. doesn't the scene doesn't cut for these impossibly long periods of time where all of these crazy things happen that you know that there there must have been some cut in there somewhere. Uh, so this is one of the examples of that in this movie. The scene is almost five minutes long with no cuts. The characters, the main characters are all driving in the car, you know, just joking around, having a good time. It's like a lull in the story where you're feeling relaxed and you're thinking like, okay, everything's going okay for these guys. And then suddenly you see in the background a car rolling down a hill on fire. And one of the characters says like, whoa, look out for that. There's a car rolling on the hill on fire and it rolls and stops them on the street. And so... They quickly go into reverse and suddenly they're surrounded by people shooting at them, chasing them in motorcycles. And it just comes out of nowhere. And then suddenly 
Julianne Moore's character is, her name is Julian in the movie. She's shot in the throat and they never cut. She's bleeding out. The camera's rotating around inside the car. So you're seeing what's going on. Clive Owen's character opens up the car door and it knocks a guy off a motorcycle and the motorcycle flips backwards and kills two people. And Julianne Moore's just sitting there in the front seat bleeding out where people are trying to help her. It is so shocking and so unexpected. Again, similar to my last pick, you just (laughs) don't know what's going to happen. And because the scene is so long and with no cuts, you're never given a chance to breathe. So it effectively puts you in the car with the characters because it never changes perspective. It's just looking around. It's never cutting between, okay, what's, how's this character reacting? How's this character reacting? So it doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like you're, you're the camera. You're sitting in the car watching this insane scene happen. You're getting chased by these people. And this woman who you think is the, one of the two main characters in the movie has just died less than halfway into the movie. She's totally dead. And it's, unbelievable the movie is so friggin' good alfonso Cuaron is an awesome director huh yeah 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 Harry yeah, Potter yeah, yeah. And fucking prisoner azkaban big he deal he did the prisoner big azkaban one. but he also did um gravity have you guys seen gravity nope no matt seen gravity i have not <clears throat> wow do you guys go to movies except for superhero movies um no you you guys used to see a lot of movies what happened um i see way old. more movies than matt yeah, I, I I do like movies. I like going to the movies a lot. Uh, I don't know. I okay. think uh, I think I just made so many mistakes in life. At some so many point. mistakes in life, <laughs> I just can't figure out how to fix them. No, I don't know. I just I don't know. Okay. Well, if you're looking to see a movie that is harrowing, that is a. Uh, it's an allegory for our times. It's set in England in the near future. Which the one are you talking about the, now? Same movie, Children of Men. Children of Men. The idea behind the movie is that it's set in the near future where suddenly the human race is unable to have babies. So at this point in the uh, when the movie starts, the youngest person alive just died. He was 18 years old. And... The, you know, the whole, you know, if, if we're not able to have babies, nothing past this generation matters, right? So no one cares about anything anymore, right? Because it doesn't matter. The, the world is done. Civilization is over. It doesn't matter what you do now or, or, you know, because it's not like you can have kids. It's not like it'll carry on. It's not like something will be there in 50 years. Everyone's going to be dead. You think if that happened in real life, do you think that would be people's thoughts? Like, who gives a shit about anything? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. I don't know. Because nothing, nothing would matter. Nothing what? else matters. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on. Okay. Right. Punch. What are you gonna tell the whole fucking movie? No, no, no. Keep going. Uh, no, I said no. Go, 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 go. Well, I wasn't sure if I should segue into my thing or not. No, go for it. Rock, rock it, buddy. Rock it. Okay, I got a short one. So, my number four comes from 2009's Zombieland. And this is going to be the surprise death of Bill Murray. Uh, Bill Murray <laughs> himself. But doesn't he show up in the sequel? I don't know. I didn't see the sequel. 
It shows um, up as a zombie, though. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. That makes sense. <laughs> so, Zombie Land is about a uh, uh, post-apocalyptic world where zombies are all over the place, and there's a certain point where they're trying to find some shelter, and they go to uh, they come to a big mansion, I guess you could say, and it happens. It says BM on the front, and it's Bill Murray. So they go in there, better, and better uh, huh? it says yeah, it's better Matt. It's better Matt's mansion, um, a condo in Cambridge. <laughs> um, that might be wrong. Um, but Bill Murray's place, and he's like, uh, Woody Harrelson's character is a big fan of Bill Murray. And this is Bill Murray playing Bill Murray. Um, and so Bill Murray's whole thing is that he gets dressed as a zombie, and he goes around town. And he's able to do his whole thing because he's figured out a way to just kind of exist. And he just, he plays golf, but he's dressed like a zombie, so whenever he needs to, he's, uh, and he's fine. And so they eventually get to the house, and they, they find out that, Bill Murray's still alive. And so um, they kind of talk. He's like, oh, man, I'm such a big fan. Look, we have uh, some of our friends. They're in your, they're your theater. And uh, they're just kind of hanging out. Let's go Let's go trick them. Let's go prank them. You pretend to be a zombie. And he's like, oh, okay, sure. And so he puts his wig on. He's like, how do I look? And they're like, good. So he goes into the movie theater, a uh, little theater inside his, his uh, mansion. And it's uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg and... Uh, what the fuck's that girl's name? Abigail Breslin just kind of hanging out in there. And uh, Bill Murray walks in, you know, making zombie noises. Uh, and Jesse Eisenberg is always on edge. And so he jumps up real quick, grabs a shotgun, and shoots Bill Murray directly in the chest. <coughs> and you're fucking like, you're like, holy shit. And uh, Woody Harrelson and Emma Stone rush in like, it's, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's just Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray. He's still alive. And Bill Murray's like, oh, my God. Uh, holding the wound in his chest and he sits down on one of his chairs and he kind of has like a little little dying monologue and he's still kind of making just Bill Murray jokes and then he kind of like goes out and then he comes back and he's still fine and then he dies uh, and it was just like a weird shocking little moment uh, in Zombieland that I wasn't expecting uh, but it was a very fun little death uh, that I had a lot of fun watching on screen yeah I remember seeing that and I mean it was very entertaining the whole thing the movie or just that one just scene? Just that one scene, just because it was like, like when, when it's all said and done, you're like, well, what do you think was going to happen? <laughs> you live in well, so- right, exactly. <laughs> I make, it makes sense why he died. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, oh, man. But as, like Bill Murray's obviously great, and it's it's fun to watch somebody play themselves in a movie sometimes, uh, especially in something like this where, you know, obviously, I don't know what you want to say, if this is breaking the fourth wall. Not really, though, right? Uh, I don't know. They don't. They're not acknowledging it's a movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just like a he exists in this weird world where. Yeah. Obviously, you don't really think about celebrities like that unless it's a fake celebrity. But it was. It was just kind of a nice little, fun little scene and a oh shit yeah that makes sense that sucks and you you kind of get bummed because you're like yeah Bill Murray, and uh that's kind of it. I loved that death and I thought it was very funny and so there's that. By number four, Zombieland. Bill I've Murray never death. seen this movie either. So. <laughs> so weird like i'm giving you guys a hard time that you haven't seen these other ones and i haven't seen any of the ones that for listen yeah so fuck you can't off. see every movie right I, I i'm i'm just as guilty all right continue throw right. it in your letterbox <clears throat> my number four is from a movie that i have talked about on the show before and this is a little um it's it's not super well known but it's pretty pretty well known among the horror community and it is uh it's from the movie hatchet 
Have either of you guys seen Hatchet? No. No, it doesn't even sound familiar. Really? Um, so You had him on your list of uh, top five... Uh... Or a horror movie icon draft. Yes. Yeah. I took I took Victor Crowley. That was um, a long time ago. That was um, a long time Hatchet ago. 2006. No, I've never even heard of this movie. You so, know what's funny about this movie? Is it has a weird Newberry Comics uh, like reference in this. Really? Yeah, well, the guy's wearing a shirt. Yeah, a weed sock that, store shirt? Yep. Yes. That's the only reason why I know of this movie, because we had a bunch of leftover Newberry Comics Hatchet merch, but I've never seen it. Uh, so, and, uh, yeah. So the... So the reason why I like this movie a lot is because it was a, I don't know if it's the newest, it very well might be, but like, it's the newest introduction of like a franchised movie, like horror movie icon um, with Victor Crowley, uh, kind of along the lines of, you know, Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. And I liked, I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was, I thought it was different enough from the other heavy hitters to kind of exist on its own where it's a bayou based like Cajun uh like lore not lore but like aesthetic but the mm-hmm. scene I, I like the, the deaths are brutal on it so Victor Crowley is essentially this monster guy when you say the name can you say it like the Aussie song Mr. Crowley <laughs> Victor Crowley thank you bow, bow, bow. um so, this group of tourists go on a like haunted bayou tour to, and they and like supposedly they drive by the shack of Victor Crowley, and it's like this, you know, this whole thing. And obviously things go bad, and Victor Crowley is real, and he's there, and he's he starts killing these people, but he grabs this. Uh, I don't know where he gets it, <laughs> to be honest, but he grabs one of the tourists. And it's like this, this like kind of heavier set woman, I believe. And he grabs her, and he has this like this power belt sander, and he just he kicks her in the knee, and he puts her down on her knees, and he grabs her head and takes the belt sander and just jams it in her mouth and just grinds her bottom jaw like down to nothing. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. And they do this like, <laughs> so it's two thousand six, right? So it's it's pretty old. So they do this like bullet cam matrix 360 shot um probably because they were like oh we could do that yeah um no reason to do it but it looked cool i will say it did look cool um during the scene and i just remember being like oh man that is rough is this a is this an old lady that dies maybe yeah i'm just trying to i'm trying to like find the scene and all i see is old lady death yep it's that's probably it and like her her tongue's just hanging out but victor crowley is a menacing looking guy and, uh, oh shit! Are the sequels any good? Looks like there's a Hatchet Two four, and a Victor Crowley movie. I honestly haven't seen the sequels because I'm a little nervous. Oh well, the same director did Hatchet Two and Victor Crowley from 2017, so maybe they're equally good. So maybe I'll watch them because, like I said, I was excited to see this this movie from the perspective of like a new icon, and I did like it. So I'll also check them out. Did you oh, like no, the Friday the 13th game from 2017? Yeah, I love that game. A- apparently, he wrote that, too. Oh, really? Yeah, same guy. See, that's why it's cool to know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know it's I know it's good to know. I'm just, in, I don't know. I just don't do it. Yeah, that's okay. Um, good pick. That's my number four. It's just a, a good slasher death. Fro, Fro, did you just watch it? So, this, the scene that I see is this that heavyset lady that's running. Is that the scene you said? Um, 
she, she's running and he catches up to her and like takes crabs like the bottom half of her jaw and the top half and just like pretty much splits her head open. Oh, maybe I'm conflating the two. Because uh, that's what I see is him chasing this kind of bigger woman and just ripping her head in half. Um, if you just type in, oh no, that won't work. Uh, yeah, I wrote hatchet belt sander in it. It just started it's grinding just how hatches. to shuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah, how to sharpen your hatchet. <laughs> that's what I did. That was stupid. Um, uh, yeah, is it this woman? Oh, it's a it's a younger woman. It's a younger woman. Oh yeah, that's it. It's this woman with like black hair. It's like uh, if you go to like hatchet deaths, it's like one through three all hatchet deaths. It's the yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching that right now. Yeah. But no, the one that you're looking at, uh, Fro, that was brutal too when he friggin' rips her head open. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's massive. It's Kane Hodder, like, isn't it? I believe, yeah, it is Kane Hodder. So, yeah. your classic big man slasher. Yep. It's awesome. So, at 105 is the Belt Sander scene. I don't know why yeah. he has it. I don't know how he has it. But I can only imagine that that must be fucking hell. Pure oh, yeah. hell. I think all of these deaths are pretty bad. Holy shit. Are you watching them all? <laughs> I want, he just fucking turns this fucking guy's head around. Uh, oh, yeah. Then pops and it the off. guy's still like, help, help. And you're watching his whole head fucking spin around. He hasn't died yet. And then just like this blood splatter. Yeah, Man, these are uh, these are something. Yeah, they're all pretty over the top. It's uh, pretty awesome. I uh, Maybe I should check this. <laughs> yeah, it's good. If, if you like old school slasher horror, like it just... It fits the it just fits the bill and it's it's good. It's brutal. <laughs> All right. Oh man, now the girl's back with the belt sander and her whole bottom jaw's fucking gone. She's trying to crawl away and he like picks her up gorilla press slam style and then drops her on top of a uh his uh shovel that he had stuck in the ground. Yep. Wow. This is excessive. Yeah, it's the whole thing is, is just brutal. The whole Okay. <laughs> but okay. Right. my number three. This is a movie that you guys must have seen. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Never heard of it. Okay, fuck you. Uh, also now known as Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, at the end when Rene Belloc, his face melts away because of the Ark. Yep. And they open the Ark of the Covenant. <clears throat> is, this, is this the first or the second one? I just don't remember the... Uh, this is the first one. This is the first? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. The I think the Nazi second one's dude? probably gorier, but yeah, it's the Nazi dude and his face just like the, all the Nazi dudes, like their fa- like faces just melt, and you see the skin, pull, like their skin melt off and their skulls, and it's wild because I'm pretty sure this movie's rated PG. Well, isn't the, this <laughs> is what changed it, isn't it? Um, no, it was um around I, around the same time it wasn't this one it was something else but yeah are you sure i could have swore that raiders of the lost ark is what changed the rating system um i i i thought it was something else but i don't i don't recall um either way man what a great gruesome death such a cool way to end it's this movie's so much fun and it, you know it's not a violent or gory movie but this is a particularly gory <laughs> ending well this is a like, specifically gory scene yeah and i feel like it's almost out of place the next one has like the rip in the hearts out of the chest the, the temple of doom yeah and so it's like picks up on that but up until this point there's it's just like a kind of action adventure movie and then just suddenly this dude's head just melts and i love it 
I just saw these movies for the first time recently. Really? Like a few a few months ago. You had talked them up at the movies a while back. And you explained to me a little bit of the deal with the Indiana Jones movies, how they're kind of like specific period piece kind of movies, like for yeah. like a genre at a time that was big. Yep. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing. Maybe I'll finally check it out because I did not give a shit ever uh, until you kind of described that. And then I saw them, me and, uh, me and my wife, uh, we saw them because obviously coronavirus, there's nothing to do. This is when yeah. nobody's going out. Sure. My God, did I love all of these movies. They're awesome. All of them. And if you haven't seen Indiana Jones, I highly recommend it. It's actually worth your time. Have you seen the... You've been to Disney. Have you seen the the, the Indiana Jones stunt show at Disney? No, because I didn't give a shit. Oh, it's so much fun. Matt, I'm sure you've seen it. I've seen it once or twice. So good. I, I, I first saw it when I was a kid, and then last year when I went, I was like, we got to do this again. And it was just as good as when I was a kid. <laughs> like, remarkably well done. Um, but man... This is a great death. It is a, uh, right it is a good death. It's an iconic death, for sure. Um, uh, I've only seen I the even, first uh, Indiana Jones. This I'll is see the, the rest. The first one. You should see the rest, but the, the, the first one's the best one. Even even Crystal Skulls is not that bad of a movie. Uh, he he gets into a refrigerator and survives an atomic bomb and like a <laughs> fucking the little hedgehog pokes its, pokes its head out after the atomic bomb explosion. It's like that's yeah, a little stupid. much. But so here's <laughs> so that's the thing. And so I I was talking to her about it. I was like, I think people hate that movie because they have such a a, a long standing like love for the movies. And because I saw them in all quick succession, like I didn't have that chance to kind of like that's not my Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And I was just like, yeah, no, I had fun watching all of them. They're just fun things. And now I say, we are going to die a lot. Because <laughs> it's very fun to me. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, that's an iconic scene for sure. For sure. For so, number three. Sure. My number three. Let's see. Hold on. My number three comes from the 2008 film, The Dark Knight. And this oh, uh, specific mention, I know which well, one it's going to be. So this little thing is uh, the Joker just killing a random thug uh, when he goes to meet with all the mobs, and he says, "Do you want to see a magic trick?" And he puts the he jams the pencil into the uh, table, and he smashes this dude dude's head right through this pencil, and he goes, "See, it disappeared." I'm and gonna make this pencil disappear so this, fucking good. So that fucked me up when I saw that. And I was like, that is potentially one of the greatest scenes that's ever been shot in any movie in my <laughs> entire life. Because I was not expecting it, and it just solidified that this is the greatest character that's ever been in a movie ever. This is the best actor. This is the best scene. Nothing can top this one scene ever again. Uh, yeah. it, it, it happened, and I was floored. Um, and my God... Did I love that moment uh, more than anything? Uh, it's it's what I think about when I think of that movie. Uh, it's what I think cements the Joker as like okay, he's not fucking around. Um, oh, it was just so good. My God, I love just, that scene. It, I was it was on my list, and then I I had to cull it down, and so I got pulled off. But oh, really? So good. Yeah, that's such a good one. Yeah, I mean. 
it kind of I th- I think that scene did such a good job of establishing where the Joker is and why right because like because Batman doesn't have powers right no one in this no one actually Batman begins some people had some powers um, Raj Al Ghul right but um this world no one has power so Batman's Batman cool we understand that but why is the Joker so much more of a you know why is he head and shoulders above other criminals and the scene was just like this is why he just he's, yeah he's just like this is exactly why and I, I love that so much and I, I just enjoyed that like nobody knew who he was like there was no like it was just rumors it was all rumors and then so he shows up and he's fucking gaudy looking compared to everybody else obviously purple wow. trench coat what uh, happened your ja- 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 fall off <laughs> But I just like, you know, everybody else is like this posturing classic mobster. Like, you look at them and like, you know, you got your black guys, you got your you got your Russians, you got the Italians. And they're just like, get this fucking fool out of here. And, oh, he's smashing that pencil right his head. And it's just like, obviously, presumably this guy died. Uh, oh, and it's just, I don't care. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll come over Heath joker uh heath joker heath ledger in this movie uh till the end of time i don't i don't think that anything could top this ever still probably not I'm, i like i apologize to anybody who's like it's 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 not the best movie i it is i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic um, it's, it's, it's a really uh, good pick yeah uh, you're probably gonna win for this pick i don't know so, you never know i could fucking bomb it with a couple others but get your deaths together yeah that's true <laughs> knowing you <laughs> there's still time baby um but yeah, I don't know. This is just something that's just so iconic. And just it's his introduction as well. This this whole scene is riveting. Yep. Matt, number three. My number three comes from my favorite horror movie franchise, Ooh. Friday the 13th. Um, this one comes from Friday the 13th 7, The New Blood. In oh, you're a, Deep you're a dummy. <laughs> you're a dummy. What do you mean I'm a dummy? You're a dummy. It should have been Jason X. No, he smashes the girls <laughs> in the fucking sleeping bags. What do you mean? This is this is the sleeping bag death from, from fucking New Blood, huh? I've never seen it. Oh, really? Oh, I only know. Yeah, no, I have no idea. This is like the first sleeping. Is bag the death. New Blood the one with the the girl with the psychic powers? Is that the New Blood? I don't think so. Okay, you say Friday the Thirteenth Seven? Yes. God, there's too many of these fucking movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. The film follows a psychokinetic teenage girl who inadvertently unleashes Jason from his grave in Crystal Lake. This one's fucking awesome. It is. It really I don't think I've like ever a... seen a full Friday the 13th movie. Really? Ugh. I don't think so. I may have seen the second one in full. I don't even know if I've done that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Just see Jason X. Uh, No. So, yeah, it's a sleeping bag uh, death. Where he pulls the girl from the uh, like the tent and just drags her, and then he just <laughs> essentially big show Ray Mysterio baseball swings <laughs> the sleeping bag against the tree and just kills her. But it's just like <laughs> it's so crazy. It's very it's, iconic. It's funny that they do it again in Jason X, and I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So, so there's so many good deaths in Friday the 13th. Um, another one I'm that surprised I, you didn't. I'm surprised you didn't pick the. Uh, I don't know which one it's from, 
the guy getting his head fucking punched off. From four? In New York? Yeah. So funny. I've seen that clip. It, it is very funny, but there's so many good ones. I just, I just think the sleeping bag one is... is it, it, it ticks all the bells, right? Because you associate Jason with camping. You associate sleeping bags with camping. It's just like... It kind of it kind of encapsulates the whole idea behind Friday the Thirteenth in my eyes very well. Wait, he, I'm watching the scene right now. He doesn't throw her under a tree at all. What are you talking? He lights about? her on fire in the sleeping bag. Okay, I'm talking about the New Blood, 1998. Oh, what the fuck am I looking at? I mean, I'm sorry, 1988. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm randomly watching this 2009 one. I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I typed in seven, and that was the thing that came up. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's. I found it now. <laughs> okay. I was watching. I was like, what is Matt talking about? This doesn't happen. <laughs> but, okay, I'm watching it. You're clear. Matt, you're good. <laughs> okay, I was like, I <laughs> carry on. But like. The whole thing about the scene is like it's it's fucking pretty scary because he cuts himself into the tent, and they show this scene from like if you were all right. So they filmed the scene from if you were laying down, right? If you're laying down and someone's standing at your head and you look up and they're like upside down to you, that's how it's like filmed when like Jason cuts into the tent and grabs this woman in the fucking sleeping bag, and that's pretty fucking scary looking. Um. <laughs> It's it's fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's fuck great. This is a great scene. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real over the top. It's it's very very Friday the Thirteenth. So that's why I made my list. Matt, great pick. I thought you fucked up, and I was like, that you've got it all wrong. You got she's burning her. This, ah, that hit oh. one brutal hit. <laughs> I just put it on too. That is so brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He just fucking swings it. It's like bam, and it's it's not like overt. He's not like smashing it a hundred times. It's just one. One crack and it's done. See, I like the one from Jason X because he hits the girl a few times on the other girl and then into the tree. There's that one. Another one I really like from Friday the 13th is when he uh, he f- he fucking scorpion backs that guy in the bed when he folds it up. <laughs> scorpion backs. Oh, it's awesome. It's, I wonder, it's got to be so fun to write one of these horror movies because you know the deaths could be stupid as hell. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> That's probably the most work goes into writing those deaths. Oh, for sure. All right. Uh, who's turn? My, uh, better Matt's? Better Matt. Yeah, my number two. Um, so, Matt, I'm actually going to... Uh, I'm, I'm putting in the, the group chat here the YouTube link queued up to the, the time of this scene because the sound effects are probably my favorite part. So this is the elevator scene in Drive. Oof. Where he I kills that guy by... St- stomping his fucking face in and the sound effects are so good uh and it just sounds so gross and squishy i was like oh we get we should listen to this matt have um, you ever seen drive yes i have okay good i'm, I'm oh. happy that you have good uh, oh god do i love this fucking movie and the way that ryan gosling and i'm like obviously i'm a ryan gosling fucking uh fanboy i love him uh like he's one of those dudes i'd smash um when he looks back and looks at that girl after that, because he know he's he very well could be a little bit traumatized after that. <laughs> yeah, she definitely doesn't look at him the same anymore after this. Um, well, he might be a little traumatized too. Uh, but hoof man, this scene is good. All right, here it is.
couldn't even hear the squishes through your thing. But man, that's him stomping on someone dude's head. Yeah, the 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 problem is that everything's done mono. So if there's like a stereo uh, thing, you might not pick it up. Yeah, um, it might be. But he completely caves in this guy's face. Um and you show it they show it minimally. Uh, yeah, for just like a second. Him stepping through somebody's head like it's a watermelon on the ground. Um <laughs> yes. Man. That's exactly what it is. It's like a watermelon. Um if anybody loves drive, uh this clothing company, uh Rucking Foughton, just put out a new drive t shirt, uh limited edition. Uh it's just out there right now and it's gonna be gone very soon. So if you love this movie, go check out Ruckin' Foughton um and buy the drive shirt from him. I'm actually bummed that I missed it. Uh the one fifty print shirt, so are you, they sell, they're selling the jacket too, apparently? Yep. Are you looking at it? Yeah, I just went to the website. It's great. <laughs> I could, like, the jacket is so cool and it looks so good on him, but... I could like pull a, that up. If, if, yeah, if I saw a person wearing that jacket in real life, I'd be like, what are you, some kind of asshole? Like, what you- <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing, because I see are? that jacket, I go, man, that's a cool jacket. I'd love that. And I'd be like, I look like a dickhead in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Only Ryan Gosling could pull off this jacket. Yeah. With Everybody else looks like a schmo. On the back. <laughs> it's pretty over the top. It's, the whole movie's over the top. Right. And it's like noir, but like neon. And oh, man. There's another director that I really like. His movies are all like this. Um, and he's done other stuff with Ryan Gosling, too. But this is the best one. Yeah. Man, I yeah. love this movie. So fucking good. All right. Fro, number two. Who directed it? Nicholas Winding Refn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. Hold on. What am I doing? Number two. My number, number two. two. Oh shit! Hold on. I fucking I fucked up. Hey, oh. real quick while you're looking. Uh, yeah, have, that's have, perfect. Have, have any of you ever ever seen the um the Kevin James edits of the sound guy in movies lately? No. No. <sighs> They're pretty fucking funny. Um. It's he. It's Kevin James, and he edits himself into like major scenes of movies. As like the sound guy, Kevin James. Kevin James, mall hey. cop. Yeah, um, the one Probably with, um, with that. from Star. What was the movie with? Um, Star Wars. No, no, no. A Star is Born. He. Uh, <laughs> it's real funny. It's the scene where she finally goes out on the stage to sing the song with them, and like. He's like, um, the main character is like, come on, you got to come out. And she's like, no, no, no. So he goes out there and starts the song without her. And then it's just like cuts to Kevin James and he's holding like the boom mic and he's like mouthing is like, go, go. <laughs> and then eventually he goes out there. It's, it's so well done and it's so fucking funny. And he does a bunch of them. They're pretty good. Hmm. Looks like he's, um, I just looked it up. He does the Joker. He does. Oh, he does the Joker. Blood. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one. The star is born one. So fucking funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right, just kind of recently started doing these? I guess so, yeah. But they're good. Yeah, they're, they're all worth, from this year. They're worth watching. That's weird. Bored. You got nothing nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so my number f- two uh two. is uh comes from 2018. Um and uh this one uh really fucked me up, almost started crying. And you guys might fight me on this one a little bit. Probably but, um, I'm gonna get ready. Uh, so this one comes from Aven- Avengers Infinity War, uh, and it is uh, Peter Parker getting snapped away. So let me ask you a question. Why do you think we would fight you on this? Uh, because you could be like, well, he technically didn't die. 
Okay, well, as, long as, you, as long as you know the argument. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I know they, that he didn't die. Right. right. Yeah, like, but I mean, they, he kind of did. So it's like there was never a second when anyone in the world was like, "Oh, maybe Spider Man's dead." Well, you fucking know he he's fucking he no longer fucking exists. He fucking for all you fucking know, they all died. Any fucking Mark that has no idea what's going on in the Marvel world was like, man, all those people died. It is plausible to think that people thought that. I mean, it it, it was a pretty bold way to end the movie, despite us all knowing, be like, yes. Right, none but nonetheless, I'm fucking guns. I'm going with Spider-Man getting blanked away in Avengers uh, Infinity War. Uh, because my oh my did that really really affect me uh because i the, lost you think huh? he was the best the best one oh, absolutely he was there for the longest he was there for the longest i felt it because he it was it's you know you're dying that's how that was he knew that he was dying uh and the spider him, sense told him yep because the spider sense is fucking kicking off well before everybody else's and so he's on the ground, uh, Tony, uh, and he's just freaking out. He's like, I don't want to go. I'm sorry, this, that, so on and so on. And it was just like, it was powerful. Uh, and it was like, shit, I might cry in a second because he, he's fucking gone. And, you know, Iron Man's fucking holding them. It's going to be all right, kid. Uh, and just everything. And it was just shocking to watch him go out differently than everybody else. Um, and so this has... This is always going to cement, be cemented in my head as like a just a crazy, shocking moment um, that I can't wait to watch. You know, twenty years down the line, you know, if I have a kid or whatever, and show it to them, be like, oh, let's watch this, and to see them uh, int- react to that. Um, but I just think uh, Tom Holland uh, smashed it out of the park, uh, showing the intensity and the realness of that scene. Yeah, if I mean, yeah. Right, like, except he doesn't really die. So okay, you know, I so <laughs> I knew you two were gonna be fuckbags about this shit. No, I'm not. Anything. No, we're, you're both fuckbags. <laughs> you fucking oh, dickheads. Oh fuck you! I shouldn't even. I should. I I wonder how this would have went if I didn't even fucking preface it. Uh, I was hoping it was gonna soften the blow. Yeah, like, it's fine. Whatever. No big deal. But no, I, we I are should've... saying that. But we're what? also saying like we we're letting you get away with it. But we're also saying like he didn't die, so it's fine. Mm. Mm. Well, you never know if fucking that guy who got his head smashed in by Ryan Gosling died. You don't know. He could <laughs> he could recover. It was his death certificate. Yeah, show me his death certificate. They didn't even bother to give him a name because it's just his. his the only the whole point is to, for him. It's not to credited die. at all. Yeah, you know. I think he's if, credited as like guy in tan suit. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have that role. Uh, I mean, Ryan Gosling is only credited as driver. Driver. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, oh man, did uh, did this scene fuck me up? And I, uh, I was like, oh, I think I know what's happening down the line. But I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe Spider-Man's dead. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Spider-Man getting blinked death uh, in Avengers Infinity War is my number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my number two. Uh, might be some of y'all's number ones, especially looking in Matt's direction with the way his list has been going. Oh, my number. Who's the Who's the director, Matt? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I have no idea. I bet Matt will know, but I don't. So my number two 
is the opening death scene from Final Destination 2. No, I've never even seen that movie. Really? This is the highway? Yeah. Dude, I thought about putting the Final Destination thing on there, but I I didn't want to choose. So, you've never seen this, Matt? No, I think I saw the first one when it was new, but I, I've never seen any of the sequels. Oh, my God. This fucking scene is just nonstop, <laughs> like, brutality. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, my God. And it's done. It's, a, it's not what I would have picked, though. Really? What you, which, which one you, would have you... Uh, uh, the one... The, the one that I always think of uh, is, I think it's from two. <clears throat> it's where the person leaves the fucking dentist's office and gets crushed by the gigantic pane of glass that falls out of the building. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That one fucks me up because if I look up at a building, I always look at that. But the highway scene also fucks me up because that's had a long lasting effect as well. Oh, yeah. So the reason why I said maybe Matt has it because you have two driving centric deaths on your... Uh list i figured you would have had this one because it's like the penultimate driving death yeah but he's too snobby to see a final destination movie is that true no no i just haven't seen it i, I saw the first one and uh have yeah, you and you're like ugh, i'm too i'm too highbrow for this i can't fucking uh, see these i movies mean ever again. i mean this guy if you look at his like the movie he's he's directed he did homeward bound 2 uh, and snakes on a plane so like what the fuck so did you look it up yeah, I just looked him up. Homeward yeah, of course. Bound, and you Homeward wouldn't have that fucking... Homeward Bound 2, Final Destination 2, Snakes on a Plane. These are the, the same guy. And you so would weird. look at that guy and go, no, I'm definitely not seeing this guy's movies ever. Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. Come on, crap. Better than Baby's Day Out, Lost in New York. Is it, though? Is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the um, No, this whole thing is fucking nuts. The whole thing is fucking nuts, dude. So, when I first saw it, I was like, this is just, it just wouldn't stop. Like, it's just like, it's so, like, I don't know. (laughs) So, the the idea is, like, this is the premonition that she sees of everyone dying? Yeah. Yeah. Are you watching it? No, no. (laughs) You should watch it. It's Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's, It's so good. Um. People are being burned. There's a logging truck. Logs are falling off and bouncing on the are bouncing on the highway and then going at the perfect height to just smush people through windshields, like full logs of trees. And then there's people like laying on fire and just being torched. And this like, oh, it's brutal. Yeah, people are just getting fucked on a highway. I mean, this this scene screws me up for whenever I'm on the fucking road and there's a wood truck. Like if I see logs, I'm like, I'm not gonna be behind this thing. <laughs> yeah it's oh i'm watching it now yeah holy shit <laughs> is it, and it just like never stops oh, it oh, just that can, motorcycle just like cuts that person <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk <laughs> um yeah it just never stops it's it's insane everything about it is just okay that one car that just exploded that was a little much it's, n- it's never too much <laughs> if your oh, car God, crashes fucking into cop a log, getting smashed by the fucking log yeah <laughs> it's brutal everything's brutal in this Yep. Um, but that's my... I mean, to me, this is just like one of the most over-the-top, like, <laughs> crazy, like, idea scene that was shot and then actually done. And it's just like, wow. So, that's why it makes my my number two. 
And then every every Final Destination has like an opening. Like they, I think three is on a roller coaster. It's pretty over the top. Yeah, they get to the theme park, and I don't. I fell off. Uh, I think after that one, and the first one's pretty lackluster, right? Isn't it just? It's like an airplane the plane blows up, and that's it. Yeah, but they don't show like a whole series of events causing it. No, no, this one's like, it's just, <laughs> and the, like, well, the, so the the best part about like this second one is so they they have the benefit of the first one right and you know that the premise of the movie is that crazy uh circumstances and situations happen that are just very like very very over the top and crazy so the whole opening scene of final destination 2 is like things that have that like happened that like oh is this going to do it oh is that going to do it or is this going to do it like <laughs> just it's it's they, they have a lot of fun with it because you know you know that it's like like a water bottle roll rolls under somebody's brakes in this thing it's like of course it happens well i mean they they like uh foreshadow all of it in that too because the first thing is like that little kid playing with his two cars and he's smashing them together yeah <clears throat> and then they show that uh thing with the water bottles that kid is playing drums with the water bottles on the dashboard and it's like okay that's probably going to be a thing that does it it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So all the YouTube comments are, uh, this is why I don't drive behind log trucks. <laughs> but then there was a comment from a month ago that says, this scene was most likely inspired by real highway pileups, specifically the I-75 pileup in Georgia from March 14th, 2002, 10 months before the film's release. And one of the most deadliest pileups in history. <laughs> Jesus. And How definitely specific? not five months prior to the fucking movie. That had to months, have taken so much longer to fucking prep. Uh, I just like how this one asshole just says brakes exist use them <laughs> <laughs> alright thanks thanks buddy uh, if you like the show support the show if you like the show support you go <laughs> go to patreon.com slash make network there you can support all the shows you can support the second season of Encyclicomica that's being recorded now you also support sleep with the light on and roll for damage also ta- uh, this show top five of death you support and over under fair do all that at patreon.com slash network. Matt? My number one is, is my favorite death in any movie ever is the chest burster scene in Alien where the alien rips out of Kane's chest. What about the one from Spaceballs? <laughs> That's the funniest scene ever. When they Hello, start my singing. baby. <laughs> it's like Michigan J-Frog. Uh, <laughs> and then she asks what he ordered. And she <laughs> the special goddamn that's so funny um but this this scene is so shocking and also unexpected and gory and you know when you read about people in the theaters at the time where people like were throwing up in the movie theaters because it's just like scenes like this didn't happen in movies in the 70s and how you know some of the reactions from the cast were were real like you know the blood splattered on the actress's face and she starts screaming because she did not expect to get blood all over her face and that's her real reaction to that and how you know how they did it is incredible when you watch all the behind the scenes because it it, you know there's obviously no computer animation so the way they staged it and made it look like this alien just burst from his chest uh the performance is great from john hurt it's just a perfect death. So good, so brutal, so iconic. Uh, and I think we talked about this movie a couple of weeks ago, but it is one of my all-time favorite <clears throat> movies. I think we did as well. 
Yeah. Man, it's so fucking good. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy iconic scene. Uh, I w- yeah. Would you say probably the most iconic alien scene ever? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it changes even what you think the movie is going to be, right? Because it's like, you're like, oh, shit, what happened? He had the thing on his face. And you've had a scare already, right? When the, the face hugger jumps onto his face. Um, yeah. But up until that point, it's just kind of been atmosphere and mood and that one scare. But this totally completely changes the tone of the movie and you're like oh what are we in for and then from there on out people just start dying yeah and it's fuck it's i mean so it, it it's parodied it's it's referenced in so many things it's just yeah when it's that like, iconic right yeah i mean when you when you do it over and over again and other things and obviously paying homage and tribute to it it's like that has to be the most iconic thing uh fucking matt left in that again. movie that motherfucker. This guy's got a little bladder today. Always getting up to go take a little pee pee. <laughs> he's always he's always taking a pee pee. He's always taking a little pee pee out of his tiny pee pee. Yeah, it's are you true. talking it's, about me? Yeah, no, no, always, about always getting up. No, I had to. Um, so so my wife just came home and the door was open and it's like Who? pretty windy up. My wife, and I didn't know she was home and I just heard a huge slam. So I was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> She's bullshit with you. <laughs> no, it was the wind. The wind. As to that is my number one. All right. Bro, number one. Very classic, very iconic. All right. So my number one comes from 1984. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm always looking up yours, so then I haven't switched over to mine. I could open up multiple tabs, but I don't want to ruin the recording. Um, So my number one comes from 1984, and this is from... uh, I guess I guess you said my favorite horror movie of all time, horror series, and this is from 1984. Uh, 1984's Nightmare on Elm Street, and this is the specific scene where Johnny Depp's character yes! is killed. Yes, um, I'm so glad, bro. At the beginning, I said I'm cutting one out because I think someone else has it. This is the one that I took. It's out. this. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Um, fucking Johnny Depp's character. He's you know he's making it through. You're like yeah, he's gonna survive. He's He's the main guy in the film, you know? He's going to survive. He's the heartthrob. There's no way they're killing him. At least, you know, that's what I would have thought. And so he's lying in bed, and he's, you know, guess what? Sleep, sleep time. Johnny Depp falls asleep, uh, and, you know, his eyes close, and all of a sudden, just like, boom, you see this fucking hand come out and pull him down through the bed, and he gets sucked into the bed, and all of a sudden, all of this blood starts shooting up towards the ceiling. Um, my God, is this one of the most satisfying Nightmare on Elm Street deaths uh, <laughs> of all time? Such a such a feat to pull this off too, and I love the story of how it's done, uh, which adds to it for me. Of how, uh, obviously they pretty much recreated the room upside down and just poured water, uh, poured blood out of the bed down, so it looked like it was rising up. Just such a well shot scene. Um. I mean, there's, it's it's so fucking iconic. I love it. My um, favorite thing about it is, it's like happening to him in the dream, and the blood is happening. But then, like the parents walk in, and it's happening still. They just right. walk in and see this blood, like like a volcano, just pouring everywhere. Like, yeah, just flowing out. Um, obviously, who it's, thought well, of that? It's so gross. I, and awesome. I don't know. Uh, Wes Craven, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Like I'm sure he was the brainchild for a lot of it. I'd like to 
I'd like to probably see some like more behind the scenes and stuff about it, but like it's just such a well thought of thing. And like Freddy Krueger, uh, I mean, to me, I think the best horror icon out of all of them. I mean, that's me. I get yeah. he's not necessarily so much slasher as opposed to. I mean, he is, but he's not no, like he is. he's not like a Jason where it's more like a, you know, the silent uh, slasher. He's the funny slasher. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, he, he didn't start off as the funny slasher. I was gonna say, he wasn't in the beginning, right? The first two, I, I mean, two's weird, but I don't two's remember there. So two's not. Uh, he hasn't full on hit the comedy realm. I don't think. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the first one, he's creepy. He's got uh, one liners in the first one, but it's not like like Freddy's Dead is a comedy <laughs> where people die. Yeah, Freddy's Dead uh, fucking sucks. <laughs> um, I can watch it, but uh, is that the one with the uh, fucking the video game? Uh, no, um, no, is that Freddy's Dead? Yes, so it many- is Freddy's Dead because the one before that is uh, the Dream Child. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, that yeah, because so, that's the one where and I, that's also I, the one I, with I, the Inagata De Vida death. I don't remember the Indigata Vita death. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I, yeah, because I just remember Bre- Brecken Myers, the one that gets like chased in the video game, and it's just stupid. Um, obviously, you you watch the slope of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies happen, um, but yeah, this movie is just like, whew, and this death to me is so amazing. Um, I'm glad it. you picked it. I'm glad the the remake is such a hot trash movie. Uh, I know it, it had so much going for it, and it just couldn't nah, do it. I, I, was already against it as soon as it was announced, but one of my favorite things me. about Sabrina season one is when her boyfriend wears that crop top that Johnny Depp wears. Oh yeah. He's killed in this scene. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, see, as opposed to like a Jason, like Freddie has too much of a, uh, personality, I think to redo, um, for one of these movies. But again, I guess Pennywise was remade and they did it. Well, I don't know. I just fucking hated that remake. Yeah, it's not good. It doesn't I think they should have. Eh, I don't. I don't fucking. Know. I can't say much more on it. But uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Johnny Depp's uh, bed death. All right, Matt. Number one, take us home. Number one, and I will have my. I will say my very unpopular opinion, but I think I. I didn't dislike the guy who played Freddy in the new the new movie. No, no, he was good, but yeah. just the movie was strange. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a um, classic DC problem. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! It's also played by the same guy who played Watchmen, so that actually kind of lines yeah. up. He didn't. Right? He played the whole Watchmen. It was just him. It was like Eddie Murphy. Uh, sorry, Rorschach in Watchmen. Sorry, <laughs> he was like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, my number one. So my number one is a sad death. It is. Aww. It is my. Oh, mm, hmm. What you guess? What it is? Sad, so sad death. In my opinion, this is the saddest. Mo- this is the saddest moment in movie history. <laughs> So oh, there's two thoughts it, in my head. Yeah, I've got one thought. Do you I, want to shoot? So I'm going to go and say I think it's um, from Up. Yeah, that was my one thought. It's it's Ellie Fredrickson from Up. Yeah, That is Man. the saddest death in any movie. That is, it is pretty brutal. It is. I. Oh, my God. What? Uh, how dare they? How <laughs> fucking... We fell in love with her. <laughs> dare they? That movie... Oh, Jesus Christ. That I, I don't even care about the rest of it. Just you know what's funny? Scene is just it's funny. I was gonna say like the rest of Up. I'm kind of like whatever. <laughs> yeah. People fucking jock the shit out of that movie. I think it's uh, just okay for a Pixar movie. 
But that is one of the most powerful opening scenes I've ever seen in any movie ever. Oh my god! Be an incredible short. Just if it was just a short film. If oh no, because I no 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 no. If that was the end of it, I would have been like, well, that's that's it for me as well. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the movie theater now, and I'm going to drive my car off a cliff. Is what Ooh, we'd have to fucking Thelma Louise, fucking honorable yeah. mention, baby. Yeah. I'd so, hold what was your other thought that it could be? Marley and me. <laughs> I've never even seen that movie. Well, I don't know. I know there are a lot of people like, that fucked me up real bad. Fuck that dog. I don't give a shit about that <laughs> fucking dog. Fuck that dog. That's how I feel. Uh, I don't give a shit at all. But yeah, I'm glad it was uh, Ellie from Up. Oh my God. It's so... Oh. I can barely remember the rest of the movie other than a few scenes. But that opening... Ooh, what an unexpected thing. You might win because of that. That's such a good pick. It's so sad. Uh, yeah, it's pretty heart wrenching. Because, um, like, why would you? Why would you think within the first like five ten minutes that you're gonna get floored with the most heaviest thing in the entire fucking world? Yeah, and it's it's, it's like thinking back on it, it's real weird because it. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I don't think redemption ever really comes out of anything after redemption. That. Redemption, yeah. Redemption. <laughs> You're a dumption. You're a fucking dumption. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think the movie pulls itself out of that in any rewarding sort of way at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't think it's. I think the movie's a little overhyped. Personally, I think people just uh put it so high because of that first part, and then they're like, it also uh, looks really good. It's very. Colorful. I mean, it looks great. I I think it just if it just never connected uh with me uh i don't think doug's funny uh you don't like doug funny <laughs> i don't think doug's entertaining um uh, so to me this is this is what that movie is it's that opening scene and then this is how it goes that whole story gets told at the beginning and then the last line is um is a paragraph about how um what the hell's the guy's name? I don't even remember it. Ellie and Carl. Uh, Carl. Carl Fred- Fredrickson. Yeah. Carl tied balloons to his house where he went off and lived out the rest of his days on whatever mountain it was. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. the end of it. Mount Doom. Yeah. Went to Mount Doom. No, he's like connection with the boys. Yeah, but to me, because he a- learns how to connect with someone again after being alone and crank- cranky for so long, and he finally is able to like fulfill. Their yeah. dream together, so, and like pay it forward to somebody else. I'll, I'll put it this way: if that, if Up started with him just being alone in the house, and we learned about his wife during the movie and not the opening scene, I would be more on board with that as a as it being like um hitting the mark they're they're looking to hit. But the opening was just so devastating. I think it just was like too heavy. Too heavy. It was like if you took like car bomb from the acacia strain, acacia strain, and you detuned it two more whole steps down. <laughs> it's too heavy. All right. What a fucking weird. That's a that's a local reference. It is not yeah. a local reference. <laughs> it's not. But I, mean, I know what you mean. I, listen, we we think it's a local reference. That's a niche. That's a very niche reference. But I can tell you right now that the acacia strain is <laughs> such a big band. It makes me laugh. Yeah, they probably um, shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> Are you going to the fun butts? Going to the fun butts, like I promised. I had a I couple would. of honorable mentions, if you want, before we go to the fun butts. I had two more. 
Sure. And it just like the Jurassic Park toilet scene. Oh yeah. So fucking good. And then in, <laughs> in Blade Runner where he kills Tyrell by crushing his head with his thumbs into his eyes. Oh yeah. I've never so seen good. Blade Runner. Well, what about the scanners one where the head explodes? Oh yeah. That's a good Any one. Any good head head death is always really good. <clears throat> also, you know what? We didn't pick any from Saw, and there's a ton of good ones on Saw. The Saw franchise. I like the torture porn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll go to the hostel as well. I have one I have one honorable mention. All right. Um, I'm sorry. What you guys can fucking talk about it, but I can't. Yeah, you're yeah, fucking damn much. right. That's, that's a shame. Uh, and you're gonna be like, what? Um, Stanley Stanley Mellish in Saving Private Ryan. Dying. What? Ryan? Shut up. Okay. Don't fucking harp on that part. Stanley Melling from Save, Saving Private Ryan. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. In the movie Saving Private Ryan, Stanley Mellish getting killed oh his name's uh, mellish it's not even melling i don't think i said melling the you first did. two times you did <laughs> yes, did you i did. it's mellish <laughs> that's funny he doesn't look mellish <laughs> space balls again uh him dying uh really fucks me up um because he gets uh he could he gets killed by another soldier he's the jewish guy and that uh little pussy doesn't help him and it uh it infuriates me every single time i see it all right. I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but oh, such I, a good I, I movie. Like Ryan Brown, Fro's best friend. Uh, number hey, five, my man. Number five, Mufasa. Number four, Bambi's mom. Number three, Ellie from Up. Number two, Darth Vader is a good one. Number one, Charles Kane from Citizen Kane. Rosebud. Uh, Mike Dill. Number five, Doctor Merrick in The Island. Number four, Patrick Coster in Don't Say a Word. Number three, Sean Miller in Patriot Games. Number one, Boromir in Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring. And number one zero double oh six. Alec Trevelyan in Goldeneye. That one's so good because he looks at Bond and he's like, for England, James? And James Bond looks back at him and he goes, no, for me, and kills him. It's so fucking good. Is that the one that he falls into the satellite? Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time since he's in Goldeneye. Daniel Sepultura, number five. John Travolta accidentally shooting Marvin in the face in Pulp Fiction. Oh, what a good fucking pick. (laughs) Holy shit. Fuck. Oh, do you love Daniel Sepultura now? Man, Sepultura, that's a great... I, You know what? As I'm going down this list, yeah. Uh, number four, Ivan Drago beating Apollo Creed to death in Rocky Four. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> number three, Samuel Jackson getting eaten by a CGI shark in Deep Blue Sea. Number two, Bill Murray getting shot in Zombieland. And number one, Johnny Depp getting sucked into the bed in Nightmare on Elm Street. Fro, you and Daniel Sepultura are best friends. (laughs) Hey, Daniel, you're all right, my book. Your fucking brother sucks ass, though. There you go. Fuck Hostway. Ramadan says number five, lawyer lawyer eaten by T-Rex while sitting on the toilet in Jurassic Park. So good. Number four, Jaws getting blown up by exploding scuba scuba tank. Number three, King Kong on Empire State (laughs) Building. Number one, Denzel Washington. Holding American flag at Fort Wagner in glory. And number one, William Wallace in Braveheart. Chucky, number five, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Johnny Depp being sucked into the bed. Uh, number four, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, part two. Uh, Bellatrix Lestrange getting turned into dust after Miss Weasley, Mrs. Weasley says, not my daughter, you bitch. Does she say true? bitch? I don't know. Yeah. I have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, she does. In the movie, huh? Yeah, it's wild. Uh, number three, Jurassic Park, the dude who runs into the bathroom to escape the T-Rex. Number two, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Boromir. Um, number one, Zombieland, Bill Murray, pretending hey. to be a zombie. 
Justin Malin. <laughs> number five, Jurassic Park, lawyer eaten by a dinosaur emoji. Number four, Mortal Kombat, Goro falling off mountain. Those were $500 sunglasses, <laughs> asshole. That's, that's, that's a fucking good one. Number three. <laughs> All right. Number three, Wolverine gets tail off in the beginning of opening credits. Uh, gets Yeah. Wolverine gets tail gets off in the beginning of opening credits slashed off Ben dies unedited what? original version what I don't know the reason so Justin Malin is a IRL friend of mine and years ago literally honestly at this point maybe like 19 years ago he bet me on whether or not he was trying to tell me Wolverine had a tail and he was so fucking adamant about it that 19 years later, he writes this <laughs> about Wolverine getting his tail cut off in an unedited uh, original version of a movie. Such a fucking insider. That- That's so fucking funny. Number two, Forrest Gump, Jenny. And number one, Macaulay Culkin gets stung by B emojis. Really leaning into those emojis. Uh, James Pace. Is this a new person? I don't know. James Pace, do do the Dark Universe movies count as one movie death or an individual movie death? (laughs) Haha, just kidding. Uh, There will be spoilers. Number five, Jeffrey Combs as Milton uh, Darmers. uh, Is it Darmers? Dammers in The Frighteners. His head is blown off with a shotgun and immediately replaced by his ghost head. Dude, such a good fucking movie. Uh, Number four, Thanos in Avengers Endgame. Thor went for the head this time. There's no way he'll be back. Number three, Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi. Three stooged into a Starlack pit. Technically, he's not dead yet because he's digesting over a thousand years. There's no way he'll be back. Number two, Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace. Cut in half by a lightsaber, removing many of his vital organs. There's no way he'll be back. Number one, Mufasa in The Lion King. After explaining that Simba will become king upon Mufasa's death, Simba has a song and dance number. I just can't wait to be king. Then accidentally, in quotes, Puts Mufasa in a situation where Scott can kill him via wildebeest stampede. <laughs> Imagine. That's so funny. Uh, Brian Davis, number five, Macaulay Culkin, my girl, number four, Mufasa, Lion Kings, and number three, Boromir, Lord of the Rings, number two, Sam Jackson, Deep Blue Sea, number one, Iron Man in Endgame. Mm. Alec Evers, number five, Gandalf the Grey, number four, Peter in Infinity War, number three, Thank Neo you. in the first Matrix, number two, Darth Maul, number one, Jazz in the first Transformers gets ripped in half by Megatron. So I haven't seen Transformers, but is the point for his list everyone that doesn't actually die? Since Gandalf doesn't die, Darth Peter Maul's doesn't dead. die, Neo doesn't die, and Darth Maul is not dead. He's not dead? We, we saw him in Solo. Isn't that a That's pre? pre- That's a prequel. It's not a prequel to the prequels. Oh, yeah, but is that is that Darth Maul? Is that just another member of his race? That's yeah, definitely Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. He's in the cartoons too, apparently. I, he's I, got he has spider legs now, robot spider legs. Okay. Oh, I see what's going on. Why does Jazz uh, survive? He would probably assume so, right? Since the rest of his life like that. Yeah. I don't remember what happened to Neo. I don't. I don't like this movie. He dies, and then she. she comes back alive he comes back alive because she kisses him and then he's fights the agents at the end okay sure well that's our show everyone uh fro matt thanks for joining us thanks for having us of uh, course you're welcome long ass day today huh yeah we've been recording for six hours and 45 minutes yeah so we're gonna get the fuck out of here and uh we'll smell y'all later <laughs>